today I let you hear from a perpetually young, yet fuzz-covered kid, and an aging composer who gave Celine Dion one of her biggest hits. We bring together fish oil, nutmeg, and cinnamon. But to what end? And we ask if all this can fall under sociology and spirituality at the same time, all on the way to answering the question, what is parenting's most dangerous myth? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. Today, we have an unlikely musical battle royale. In one corner is a six-year-old with flesh tone close to the color of Pepto-Bismol with an annoyingly high voice and standing no more than 18 inches high. Give a hearty welcome to Prairie Dawn. In the other corner, at 73 years old, standing five foot three, he's a composer, vocalist, he plays multiple instruments, not at the same time. Give it up for Eric Carmen! Woo! And this is exciting. This is the best part. This is what's going to make this face-off so amazing, so powerful. You've got two singers who are coming together, facing off musically, and they're both singing the same song. All right, this just in. They aren't singing the same song. They are singing, wait, as I understand it, they are singing totally different songs that just happen to have exactly the same title. Evidently, the idiot who wrote my script did not check his facts before sending the script down to production. Boy, how embarrassing for me. I mean, him. So on with the show. Let's start with our first performer, Prairie Dawn, The Muppet, singing a song she wrote and then performed on Sesame Street all by myself. You should see me tie my shoe. shoe. Hear me add up two and two. Four. clip was only 40 seconds long, but it seemed a lot longer than that, didn't it? Okay, first of all, in all seriousness, I apologize for that. There's something about her voice, I don't know for you, but there's something about her voice that makes me want to take a knitting needle to my own eardrum just to make it stop. I did all the computer processing and remixing I could, literally, to tone it down from how grating I find that on my ears, but evidently there's a limit to how much can be done in post. As I think I've mentioned before on this podcast, we, my wife and I, we raised two kids, and I can't even imagine how many times in our home the phrase, all by myself, was uttered by our kids when they were young. They used to celebrate, well, a host of achievements. Putting on their own shoes, making their own cereal, coloring a picture, and the list goes on and on and on. And each one of those, we as parents, celebrated right along with them because autonomy the ability to do something all by themselves had the potential to make our lives a little easier. At least, we hoped it would. It, 
it didn't. But we really wanted it to, but it didn't. In reality, the more autonomous a kid becomes, the more you realize they can do that one thing by themselves, but now they can also get into a host of other things you wish they wouldn't all by themselves. For several years of childhood, there is a shared value system. Both parent and child normally value the achievements performed all by myself more than any other. And for good reason, the child wants to be more independent the way they see adults are. And adults, adults spend a lot of time reinforcing this. Look how smart you are. You did that all by yourself. And this continues well past our early years. The highest praise we can say in our society about someone who's accomplished is that she is a self-made woman or he is a self-made man. Because in our world, there are two things that are equally prized, and when they happen together, then it makes the person the focus of the world's admiration. Those two things are success and being self-made. In other words, you made a lot of money, and you did it all by yourself. There are very few things that make us more excited and interested as a society than that. Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, objectively horrible people to those around them. But that doesn't hinder our fascination with their success and their independence. Now, back to our musical comparison. Along came Eric Carmen in 1975, and he released his song entitled, well, you know the title at this point, right? Don't you? His song, All By Myself, reached number two on the charts. Yes, I'm aware that some of you associate this song with Celine Dion's version that went to number one in 1997. But since the guy who sang it first was also the guy who wrote it all by himself, then I thought I would go with this version. This clip is a little longer than the last one because it takes a little time to get into all the lyrics I want to get into, but on the positive side, it's a lot less grating than the last one, too. When I was young I never needed anyone And making love was just for fun Those days are gone Living alone I think of all the friends I've known Nobody's home Now, there may be an understandable temptation to say, wait, Dan, wait. When he says all by myself, or when he sings it, he isn't saying, I did it all by myself. Instead, he is saying, I don't want to be all by myself. This isn't a song about independent action. It's a song about loneliness in later adulthood. To which I ask this question, ah, but is it? 
The song starts out with these words. When I was young, I never needed anyone. And then it goes on to say, those days are gone. This song is about the focus on independence in our lives and then illuminating the trouble, the loneliness it causes later in life. There's a dark side to our emphasis on all by myself. No, I'm not saying that we should quit saying it or erase it from our usage, but we certainly need to temper its importance in our society and in parenting. It reminds me of a handful of superfoods which are super good for you. Well, until they aren't. Evidently, omega-3 fatty acids, cinnamon, nutmeg, and others are really good for you in moderation, but really bad for you if eaten in excess. So let me go ahead and just say this. All by myself is a myth. Not one of us brought ourselves into existence nor gave birth to ourselves. If left all by ourselves at birth, not one of us, not one of us would have survived. Every single one of us has been dependent on someone, a lot of someone's, in order to get here. Even the most self-made business person who we love to celebrate in our society was utterly dependent on others, employees, customers, investors, creative people along the way. No one is successful in a vacuum, period. Oh, I love this little tidbit. Even Eric Carmen, who wrote All By Myself, borrowed his most famous melody from Rachmaninoff's Piano Concerto Number no. 2. But don't you think this seems to be more of a conversation about sociology or parenting rather than religion and spirituality? Well, I think that you are absolutely on track. It is certainly those things. It's about sociology. It's about parenting. But it is also profoundly about spirituality. Because when we are told that the ultimate goal is to make it through life all by myself, we don't just find it is lonely. We find that it doesn't really leave a place for God. You see, all by myself doesn't just leave us lonely. All by myself, I argue and posit here, is really, at its core, the anti-God myth. One of my favorite radical passages from Scripture is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 20. And it says, Where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there with them. Now, it doesn't even leave an option for God's presence outside of community. Now, I don't think that means that God is not present outside of community because I don't think it's possible for God not to be present. But if God is everywhere, always, think about this passage and how it is intended to make us focused on how overwhelmingly important it is for us to seek and embrace community and one another. Think about how much better a place this world would be if, instead of holding up independence and self-reliance as the ultimate admirable traits. We focused our society and our parenting on celebrating a couple of different things, asking for help, community, 
interdependence. We would have both more room in our lives for God and more room in our lives and more respect for each other. Oh, and the world would be a better place as well. That's all for today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you get notified of future episodes. Also, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Sky Pilot Faith Quest. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is dan at skypilot.zone. And as always, I would love to hear from you. On your spiritual journey, may you ask questions, seek answers, and boldly go wherever the quest takes you. Thanks for listening to Sky Pilot Faith Quest. I invite you to send me a question or leave a review. And remember, the sign of a strong faith, solid religion, or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty, but that you keep asking questions.